0: Welcome to the Making Jobs Podcast, where we talk about car repair, business ownership, and everything in between. I'm your host, Matt Hernandez, founder and owner of Matt's Mobile Mechanics. And I'm your co-host, Tyler Schultz, with witness security. So without further ado, let's get this show on the road. Bread ties. My opener. Bread ties? Yeah. Um, So you know how on your show... I was, and for those of you who are listening on uh, Tyler's Show, protecting what matters most. Um, we, I started uh, rattling off some Oklahoma fun facts about the state of Oklahoma. Well, the bread tie was invented in Oklahoma. Fun fact: uh, it was invented in Maysville, Oklahoma.
1: And when we're st- we're talking about bread ties, not twist ties, you're talking about the little plastic uh, deal that.
0: You know, I don't know. This uh, just says bread ties, so I don't know if it's the little plastic deal that goes on or I'm, I'm assuming it's the twist tie. That's kind of what I was under the assumption of because I think those came first. I think those came before the uh,
1: the bread tie. I mean, the, the little plastic thing, <clears throat> that uh, looks kind of like about the size of a guitar pick or whatever. Yeah.
0: It actually can be used as a guitar pick in a pinch.
1: I mean... It's I know pretty this. much from, the same thing. Yeah,
0: I know this from a fact for from personal experience. Whenever I you know don't have a guitar pick,
1: you just went to the bread bag and grabbed one off.
0: Yeah. yeah, and it worked. Works all right. I mean, it's not as a, then you not got a yelled stiff. at by your mom because yeah. you
1: uh, <laughs> didn't have the bread tied back up. Bread's
0: gonna go stale. Um, the uh, also the nation's first traffic yield sign uh, was put up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. My hometown, on a trial basis, the very first yield sign hmm. happened here in, in Tulsa. So you would think that since we've had it the longest here, people would know what a freaking yield sign was, and that they would understand when they're getting on the stupid highway that they don't just jump over three lanes and get in my way. I, We've had it here the longest.
1: Yeah. I don't understand people sometimes. <clears throat> What I also don't understand is whenever you're trying to get on the highway, mm-hmm. and um, some some on-ramps don't have yield signs, it's just you get to the end of your uh, the lane, basically, and you're supposed to be able to get over. Yeah. Well, yield does, does not mean stop. Yield no. means make sure that the lane next to you is open and take off. Yeah. And what irritates me so much is so many people um, that are already on the highway—they're flying. Mm-hmm. All both other lanes are wide open next to them. They don't just slide over into the middle yeah. lane and leave that on-ramp available yeah, to yeah. just jump on?
0: Yeah, that's the weird thing. Like, I, like, we have most of our highways are at least three lanes going one direction. So, really, that right-hand lane should be reserved for people getting on and getting off the highway. I mean, that's just the Techn- logical thing. Lane. Yeah, that's the logical thing. And I prefer to be in the middle lane. I only get in the right lane when I'm getting off the highway or just right whenever I get on. Once I get up to speed, I'm in that middle lane. Um, if I'm not already up to speed, if we have a long enough on-ramp,
1: you got a head coffee here.
0: Oh yeah, look at you. So, mm. um, we were talking a little it's almost bit. Almost cold already. Yeah, <laughs> you let it sit too long. <laughs> um, we were talking a little bit before the show, a little pre-show conversation about um, about firearms. I know, I know, all of you are thinking again with the guns, but we've. Uh So we haven't completely exhausted the subject. Also, I don't know. I don't think you can, though. I don't know if you you noticed uh, or if you saw, um, uh, but uh, state senator, Arkansas State Senator Bob Ballinger posted a Facebook post. He lit a fire yesterday. It was great. You're talking about the Joe Biden tweet? Yeah. Yeah. So Joe Biden tweeted. And that Keith Brown uh, dude. Holy cow. (laughs) Yeah. Did you
1: see my response to this Keith Brown feller? I don't care. I I don't understand. How can you be former military, former supposedly airborne, uh, and yet at the same time you're against AR-15s? Yeah, so here is the tweet. Uh, Joe Biden tweets,
0: No one needs an AR-15, period. We have to get these weapons of war out of our communities. Here's the thing. I don't have to prove that I need anything in a free country Mm -mm. i don't i mean i don't need socks but you you try
1: and come and take them
0: i mean i I probably won't respond
1: as as vehemently i'd I'd give up my socks a lot faster than i'd give up my guns
0: yeah well see you say that but have you ever hiked without socks for a long period of time really uncomfortable i've but had to still, do that
1: i'd get i'd give up these pair of socks that i'm wearing for <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
0: Given, given the choice i don't think it'd be as easy of a choice as as you think it would be because it's like socks are gone socks are gone oh man but i, I think i'd still i mean it's, i'm
1: sure i could come up with some socks <clears throat> yeah whether it be that i just got to make them
0: well you'd be an outlaw at that point You'd have to make some counterfeit socks or like some, we'd be bootleggers at that point. We'd just be, we'd be sock, we'd be running socks, (laughs) be an illegal black market for socks in this weird dystopian future (laughs) where, where socks in a world where socks are outlawed. Only outlaws have socks.
1: Yeah. Um, All right. That would be peculiar. So (laughs) So
0: he says, you know, we have to get these weapons of war out of our communities here is the deal: weapons of war. You say, um, I, you see, and here's the weird thing that I don't understand: that it, typically anything, any, whenever it comes to media, news media, uh, particularly a lot of the time, left left wing media, um, and left wing in general, they are they are huge proponents proponents of the First Amendment. If you came after the First Amendment rights, they would be up in. I would say up in arms, but they don't. <laughs> they can't really they, they be. They don't use arms. <clears throat> can't really be up in arms, can they? No, nope. they, they would. They would be. They'd. They'd be extremely upset,
1: and they would fight. With, there'd be a lot of democratic crying.
0: Yes, there'd be. Okay, that's what it would be. There'd be a lot of safe spaces. I'll tell you that much. In. And the thing is, is that what people don't understand, and I'm a huge a proponent of the First Amendment, I, like that is to me, I've said it before, I think that the two most important rights in, con- in the Constitution, the constitutional rights, one, the two most important ones to me are the freedom of speech and right to bear arms. <coughs> and the reason I say that, because I think all of them are important, <laughs> but without freedom of speech and without a right to bear arms, you can't secure the rest of those constitutional rights those two basically guarantee the rest it guarantees the people the rest of those rights because you know you use your first amendment right to voice you know voice your opinion of the government to keep the government in check with your first amendment right and when all else fails and things get if things got terribly bad and your first amendment wasn't enough your freedom of speech wasn't enough to defend against a tyrannical government you have that backup. That, that right to bear arms to defend the rest of your rights. So those two are extremely important, and they, don't, and they like to view them as though they are like it's one or the other, like, oh, you, no, you can't, because they'll say things like this. Here's something that I hear. Well, the Founding Fathers, when they wrote the Second Amendment, muskets were the weapons of war. You know, those were the, the arms, and they didn't envision AR-15s. Well, you could say the same about social media and the First Amendment. Back whenever you had a right, a freedom of speech to, uh, to, to say whatever you wanted, you didn't have social media, which is like the, which is
1: like... The, Twitter is the <laughs> AR-15 yeah, of the First Amendment.
0: Yeah. I mean, Facebook is like the predator drone of the First Amendment. Like, you can just, it, you, with social media, you can, the average person, just a regular old Joe could have an audience
1: (laughs) Joe (laughs) we're talking about Joe Biden (laughs) (coughs) yeah
0: yeah (laughs) just the regular old Joe Uh, a regular Joe not this particular Joe this is a special Joe Um, this is creepy Joe so a regular Joe could have an audience of thousands tens of thousands even millions and you could just be like you know an accountant from Brooklyn or something you know
1: Brooklyn, you say? Yeah.
0: Why did he why was he English? You <laughs> tried a tried a New York accent and it <laughs> sounded like you were chimney sweeping Mary Poppins. <laughs> Brooklyn, you say. No... <laughs> I have no clue. Oh <clears throat> right, right on, governor. Yeah. <laughs> Cheerio. Just gotta sweep this chimney real quick. Here in Brooklyn, you say. <laughs> oh,
1: that's good.
0: Yeah, so you know, so that I I I think all constitutional rights are important, and I'm not gonna. I don't want any of them to be infringed. And they'll say things like, "Well, the First Amendment says Congress shall pass no law." Okay, I can say the same thing about the Second Amendment shall not be infringed, and that was my response to uh, one of the guys who says. Um, you know, this is getting ridiculous. we got to get these guns. We, these guns have got to go. And so my response was, shall, shall not, not be, be infringed. infringed. That is all. That is all. Because <laughs> that's what it is. In fact, already there are too many infringements, in my opinion, oh, yeah.
1: on the Second Amendment. Isn't there uh, some, somewhere in the ballpark of 21,000?
0: <clears throat> over 20,000 laws at the state and local levels. And I think there's over 300 laws on the books in the federal um, there's not as many federal uh, laws, but there are lots and lots of laws regulating firearms. And I'll tell you this: and so <clears throat> people will say, you know, well, we need to regulate some things, do we? I I think I think machine guns should be perfectly legal to purchase without a ridiculous license, a class three license, and an extremely expensive tax stamp.
1: The thing is, most so so we have the the people in Congress and Senate that are pushing, we, we need more gun laws. And so they, they spit out this rhetoric that we got to uh, make more gun laws. But then we have all these people that really don't understand what they're talking about. Yeah. And they say, we need more gun laws because, well, my, my Senator or this Congressman is saying, and, or this guy running for president is saying that we need more gun laws. And, the but problem is, is, they don't know how many gun laws are already in place. They also
0: aren't, I don't think people are aware that gun laws have been, the experiment has been tried, and it doesn't work. Um, places like Chicago, where I don't know if you're aware, but Illinois, it is not easy to get a carry permit. It is also not easy to purchase many of the firearms that that you if and I can enjoy today. If people are carrying
1: firearms there in Illinois, uh, most likely it's an illegal gun.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing is, but no. yet
1: at the same time, Chicago has one of the highest gun death rates. How is that? Yeah. It's if pretty, you can't get a gun, yet at the same time, the highest gun death rate is in sounding. one of the states that doesn't allow mm-hmm. guns?
0: Well, here, and here's my problem with it. Here's one of my biggest problems with it is okay, so first off, I can find many, many reasons why I would want to have an AR-15, why I would want to own an AR-15. People think that an ar you know, they say, well, it 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 isn't practical for anything and they say, well, um you know why do you need a thirty round capacity in order to go deer hunting? Well, the second amendment wasn't written about deer hunting first off, and yeah. secondly <clears throat> maybe I want to maybe i don't want it for deer hunting maybe i only use the 10 round magazine for deer hunting if i were to use which i really wouldn't use an ar15 for deer hunting i sure, certainly would use it for hog hunting but maybe i want a 30 round magazine because i want to line up 30 watermelons and shoot them and see them go boom maybe that's what and, and you can't do that with the 10 round magazine you but, have I mean, too it, many you know, too many mag changes it's back that.
1: to what uh what <clears throat> bloomberg said and uh, well if you if it takes uh more than 3 rounds to uh go hunting then you uh, seriously suck at hunting.
0: Yeah, which that's a that's but a. But then again, thought. if uh, think about this, my lever action, my cowboy gun, my thirty thirty lever action, my Winchester Model ninety four can can hold six rounds, twice as many as Bloomberg thinks you need for hunting. And to be honest with you, I'll tell you this: I've never needed a second round with that gun. I the the other the other five that are hanging out in there are really just there just because. I, I put them in there because they can. It Their can hold buddies that.
1: haven't gotten to take a ride.
0: <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> that's it.
1: You know? I mean, if you if you need to get rid of all the <clears throat> guns, then back to my uh, my post my meme post that I did or copied or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you seriously suck at governing. Yeah. Yeah, I um I
0: also would like to preface this for anyone listening in the government, um, that when I reference any of my guns, I'm talking about before I lost them in the boating accident. Oh, that's right, yeah. Lost all my guns in a boating <laughs> accident. <clears throat> Don't know where they're at. Bottom of the sea somewhere. Um, I can't even remember which ocean. It was the Atlantic or the Pacific. Uh, it was oh, one of the two. That's Friday. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's Friday water. <laughs> so... Here's another, and here's another thing. Okay, an AR-15 is an excellent weapon for hog hunting. Um, if, uh, for a multitude of reasons, uh, one, a lot of times, pigs travel in little packs, little packs of scary little monsters, because wild pigs are scary little monsters, I'll tell you that much. Oh, um, yeah.
1: And not only that, but hogs, <clears throat> whenever they uh, they travel, mm-hmm. uh, they sometimes travel at night, mm-hmm. and um, they, they got some gargantuan yeah. teeth yeah they're not they're not well not the the, the teeth themselves they're are tusks are tusks, these that's, tusks. that's part thinking. of their
0: teeth they, you know what's really bizarre about uh, wild pigs is you know like they are domestic pigs and once they got in the wild they just start mutating w- weird they just start their hair gets thicker and they get more hair on them and then their teeth immediately just start growing into these tusks Versus a domestic pig that I don't know what happens in their brain. It just switches, and they're like, "All right, let's time to go beast mode out here." And they like within a generation, you you could have like a you know uh, Porky the pig pig, you know, go out into the woods, and then next year, it's all wild monsters is what they are. Yeah. So an AR fifteen is uh, excellent. Gun for that. In fact, honestly, to be to be honest with you, an, an AR-15 uh, or an AR variant would be even better if it were like chambered in 308 or something, which 7.62 NATO, which is an even bigger bullet than what the AR-15 carries. Because that um, would be I, I, with 223 or 5.56, you could still you'd have not too much trouble handling a pick with good shot placement and having a spare uh, spare extra bullets um available to you if uh if you have a few of them decide that they want to come running up at you (coughs) it might be nice to have kind of that backup so that that's the thing i don't nobody needs to and here's the problem that i see with this is if they want to come for the air 15s they will find that that has had zero effect on gun violence do you know Mm -hmm. how i know this because presently air 15s are, are used in less than 0.01%. Like, it's an absurdly low number whenever it comes to gun violence. So then they're going to say, okay, well, AR-15s didn't solve it because there are other guns that are just like the AR-15, but they're not scary looking. The kid
1: that uh, shot Have up you ever the, seen... the school in Florida was a parkway or something <clears throat> like that, or Parkland. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did he use? Uh, I don't know off the top of
0: my head, but it probably wasn't an AR-15.
1: The kid that uh, shot up the school in uh, that uh, town up in Connecticut. Talking about New Jersey, or was it Jersey? I thought it was. Maybe it was Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook. Yeah, I
0: think that was Jersey.
1: Uh, but either way. Either way. Uh, the Northeast. Yeah, the Democratic Northeast. Uh, but what did he shoot? Um, it was a rifle of some sort. I think it. I think it was some Sort, but I think it was. But I don't think it was an AR.
0: The point is, is that the less that like the majority of gun violence occurs with handguns. And also, I don't, have you ever seen a mini fourteen? No. It is a two-two-three uh, or five-five-six uh, rifle. Looks, but if you look at it without the magazine in it, in fact, I think they frequently come with like ten-round magazines. It's a wood furniture. Looks like an old school, um, like World War II weapon, but it can't accept thirty-round magazines. And it shoots the same thing as an AR-15, but it looks less scary. And if you point, and I guarantee you that that particular gun, the Mini-14, wouldn't be included in an AR-15 ban. But it does the same thing. The exact same thing. So what they're going to find is a multitude of things. One, um, it will have zero effect on gun violence. We're not going to see any change if we get rid of AR-15s. So then they're going to say, well... What else is causing these? Okay, uh, it's high-capacity magazines, and they're already trying this in places like Virginia. And actually, we have we have a bill going um, to 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 our uh, to to our Senate. It's being introduced, I think, to the House. Already has been introduced, I think, um, that in Oklahoma they're going to try and ban um, uh, magazines over ten rounds. Which is dumb on multitudes of reasons, um, but so then they're going to say we got to limit this, and then gun violence will still happen. People just change magazines in, in these in these you know mass shootings. It, I can um, I can do a reload in under four seconds if I'm running slow and my hands are cold, um, like on a pistol. So I can reload, typically speaking, in about two seconds. I can perform a reload. So, yes, I can only have nine, maybe, you know, ten rounds is my max, and so I can't have a higher-capacity magazine, but, you know, I run out of uh, ammo at ten rounds, and then two seconds later I have another ten-round magazine in there. Um, and that's on a pistol. I can reload <coughs> I can reload an AR faster.
1: Um, I'm looking up that bill right now about the uh, AR-15 uh, in Oklahoma right now. The
0: AR-15, are you talking about the high-capacity mag? They're, they're trying to. Oh yeah, yeah. There's actually two of them. I did I send them to you? I think I sent them to you. We talked about it on the show already. But yeah. I'm, um,
1: just, I'm just trying to figure out uh, if they've come to a, a uh, deal on it yet.
0: Um, let me get you the the number of that. It is. So the gun restrictions is House Bill 2945 and the uh the ammunition and the high, high capacity mag ban is House Bill 2940. <coughs> and it should show the status of that bill uh if you pull it up it should go to like ok.gov or something. So here's the thing is if they want to come after that then I'm gonna find okay well we need high capacity magazine but before you know it it's a slippery slope where they start taking away everything to the point where we don't have any I mean you can look at like you can look at all kinds of other places and see that that has been the case like Canada um, is one where they have pretty restrictive gun laws um, we can look here in the United States in California pretty restrictive gun laws um, and yeah I don't. It's it's just it's frustrating. It's frustrating and it doesn't make any sense because once once you start saying, okay, well, we can do this to this constitutional right. Then Mm -hmm. what happens whenever they start coming after free speech? Because they can and they will. Uh, The United States is unique in the fact that we have those two um, constitutional rights written into our supreme law. Um, A lot of other places don't have the freedom of speech. Now, people can speak fairly freely, but in Germany, you can be locked away for hate speech. You can be thrown in prison for words that you spoke in Germany.
1: Now, I, I, for some reason, wasn't paying attention to that. I was still reading the bill, and I was like, wait a second.
0: No, no, in Germany.
1: And I was at first I was also thinking of, you were talking about Virginia. No, and I was like, <laughs> I can see where they passed
0: yeah, that. <laughs> no, in in Germany now, I'm not for I'm not for hate speech. Don't think that that should be. I know Bernie is all for it. I don't. I but I think that the First Amendment is one of those that really shouldn't be messed with. You should not. You should not. It should protected speech should basically be anything that you could because of what the problem is whenever you start saying, well, hate speech, it should be illegal. Then, then you are allowing the government to decide what is hate speech. And then mm-hmm. eventually they'll get to the point where they could say it could be a slippery slope. And then they'll eventually take away your rights and say, Oh, well, you know, you can't speak ill of the government even, you mm-hmm. know, at that point. And then you no longer have, you know, then you no longer have, your First Amendment right to protect yourself against the government, because you can't even speak out against the government, and then, so so then what do you revert to? You're like, well, we can't speak out against the government; they'll lock us in prison. Okay, well, let's rise up against the government. Oh, wait, we can't because we'll go to jail. <coughs> we only have uh, we only have three rounds in <laughs> magazines and stuff like <laughs> like we we can only shoot Again, flintlock pistols. <laughs> if you
1: got a, uh, Get rid of all weapons and/or limit weapons to three rounds. Then you suck at governing.
0: Yeah. Well, and here's another thing too: is people say, "Well, we, what do you need them for? Are we ever gonna? You don't. We don't intend to go to war with our government No. Here's thing. No, you only use
1: those for hunting.
0: Just the fact, the fact that they exist. The fact that the American population, the American citizens, are armed is enough to keep the government in check. Because the government, the, if it, not presently, we don't have anything near close to what would be considered a tyrannical government. No, but it could Especially get to that with point. Trump. It could get to that point in the future, right? And if we got a, it it allows it keeps it keeps the government in check. No matter what regime you come from, whether you are in the right wing or the left wing, no matter what. The, the government, the federal government, and even the state government knows that it cannot encroach upon the rights of its citizens <clears throat> because if they did, then they wouldn't be able to – like, there, there, they can't – basically, it's a, it's a tool, it's a means to ensure that the government can't control the people, right? Right. Um, and that, and that's the case with both the first and second amendment, right? They kind of go hand in hand. And I always find it weird whenever, you know, the left will be strong proponents of the first amendment, right? But they will, they will think that, Oh, well we can just get rid of the second. What do you think protects that first amendment, right? You know, they let us say whatever we want to say because they know that if they didn't,
1: you know, we would be having more than words. (coughs) So, I mean, um, it's, it's kind of funny. Um, when I see people (sighs) post on, uh, on Facebook and stuff. uh well over my dead body, uh you're gonna take my guns. But yeah. In <clears throat> the grand scheme of things, it really does come down to that. Yeah. Uh you're, you're not taking my guns. Yeah. Uh
0: well you don't have any guns of mine to take anyways, I lost them all in a boating accident.
1: Well, that's true. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, you you were on the same boat. We were in the <laughs> same boat. Literally, that pun wasn't intended i <laughs> <laughs> we we're in the same boat can't believe it it was it was a shame uh they just all sank to the bottom can't remember atlantic or pacific may have been in the gulf of mexico but we were in a boat somewhere and they sank so <laughs> it's uh, problematic it, it would have been we we should have we should have put the flotation devices on the guns as well but we didn't think about that they were in a heavy safe uh sank to the bottom of the ocean uh it may have even been a river uh i can't Some remember boat um, but we were in the same boat. Um, I remember it, uh, like it was yesterday. Uh, it was just a while. Don't, ago. Just don't know where you're <clears throat> at. Yeah. I just don't know where we were at. Um, exactly. I think, um, I, I think that, I think that it, the, the reason why people aren't, that people will say things like, oh yeah, we should have, let's say dumb things like we need common sense gun laws or something like that and is it, we already do the most common sense regulation on firearms is this you are not allowed to shoot other people in cold blooded murder can't do that yeah for some reason that's illegal <clears throat> yeah it's illegal and it, what's crazy is people still do it and that's my point that's the problem you can't legislate away you can't legislate away evil people you just can't
1: No, because, I mean, when it comes down to that, I mean, you could be legislating for a while. Yeah. I mean, there. there's any number of things that people will do.
0: 100% of criminals break the law. 100%. That is a statistic for you. That's the
1: definition behind criminal.
0: 100%. Every single criminal breaks the law. So do you think a law is going to protect the people? No. I'll tell you that. It's just not so if you there if you tell me that I can't have a weapon to protect myself with, then if I were to obey the law, I would become disarmed. If I were to decide to protect myself anyways, then I would become a criminal that would be that would those would be my only two options and that's the problem is whenever you give whenever you give citizens that type of a choice, and people say, "Oh well, we don't want to take away all your guns we just want." To limit your guns to you know ten rounds in the magazine. Well, <clears throat> do you know why cops carry nine millimeters? Most of the most departments carry nine millimeters. Um, a lot of it is because of the ballistics of the nine millimeter. Uh, a lot of it's because they're good at shooting through windshields uh, versus a forty-five can oftentimes get caught in a windshield. Really? Yeah. I uh, don't know that. It's not as high velocity as a bullet, and it's a bigger bullet, so it's good at uh, it's good at stopping. <laughs> Uh, But it but it will get caught up in a windshield. So nine millimeters can shoot through windshields. So the ballistics is a part of the part of it. But another thing Mm is um, most uh, law enforcement departments carry nine millimeters. Uh, One of the major reasons behind it is ammo capacity so that they can carry 17 or 19 rounds in their firearms and their duty weapons. Because, and I don't know if you, you, if you watch a lot of scenarios where like a cop is being like bum rushed by a guy with a machete, uh, sometimes it, sometimes it takes five or six shots. Um, and, and that's just in like, and they were like good, clear hit shots. I've seen plenty of videos where cops are in a shootout with a guy, um, and they have to return fire and they have to do, there was one situation where I saw a cop had to do two magazine changes. 2. Yes. Holy cow. That means he had to put 45 rounds down range or just about. He had to put over 40 rounds down range in order to stop the threat.
1: Golly, that is that is wild.
0: Yeah. So If you mean to tell me that you don't need more than 10 rounds, then you need to start talking, you need to talk to, you know, law enforcement and ask them why it is that they need to carry more than 10 rounds and why they prefer to carry more than 10 rounds. Um, And that's because sometimes, sometimes, you know, so this particular instance where where he had to make two magazine changes, the guy was in cover and he was, he was concealed. He wasn't really put completely covered because he was hidden by sheetrock. So, I mean, his bullets could have gone through, but he couldn't hit him uh, all of the time. In fact, what ended up ending that particular threat, this particular video I'm referencing, is after, the, after uh, several rounds went in that guy's direction, he, the cop actually did not kill him. He did hit him once, but the, the fatal blow was the guy uh, shot himself in the, in the face is a murder su- or a attempted murder than suicide because he had shot the chief of police. Um, it was a small town. Uh, and there was, uh, a guy that was, that had locked himself in an apartment that belonged to his ex or something like that. I think I can't, and, and, uh, And they needed. He he needed to get out of there. The landlord had said, "You got to get. You got to get this guy out of here." And he's kind of dangerous and a little uh, mentally unstable. And so he had barricaded him in. The cops kind of pushed their way through the door. They come around the corner. And they see the guy, they make contact with him and say, hey, I need to see your hands. I need to see your hands. He only shows one hand, which typically is a good sign that um, uh, he's got some, something bad planned because um, he only comes out of the, he only puts his hand out in, like the doorway. I think he was in like in a bathroom or a closet and down the hallway and only puts one hand out. And then he comes out and fires off several rounds and the uh police chief was there because it was a small town so you know police chief is going out on calls with his guys as well so he gets shot he survives um he had to go to the hospital obviously because he got shot i think it hit him in the shoulder or something along those lines but um but the cop that i'm speaking about that had to make two magazine changes he has to lay down some serious cover fire to keep that guy from coming back out and shooting as another cop comes and starts dragging away the chief of police that isn't complete open area
1: he's not undercover or he's not in cover so okay so he didn't hit the guy uh, 40 no times he I was did not say, I, I was trying to wrap my mind around like, man, you get hit forty times. I can't times, remember the exact details,
0: but I think he was hit a few times, none of which were fatal. Because um, the guy, the guy, kind of returns fire like another time after they got the, the the police chief clear and out of the area. You know, he's uh, the cop is blasting away to provide cover as they're dragging the chief police out, and then he drops mag, this real quick magazine change, and. Gets his gun back up online, and during that split break, the guy comes to try and shoot again, and he lays some rounds downrange, and then he hears a, a gunshot that isn't directed at him, and he says, "I think that." Uh, and so after he had you know emptied his second mag, he drops another one in, and fires a couple more, and then he says, "I think the guy you know, offed himself," and it turned out that he did. But that's a particular situation where <clears throat> not only did he need Holy more than cow. 10 rounds, he, he, needed, he needed like 30, you know. And, and magazine changes are, they can become uh, dangerous because that is a two-second gap in your, in your ability to fire. If you're really quick at reloading a, uh, a handgun, uh, that's, that is a two-second gap. And some of, the, some of the drills that I do, um, I can be pretty slow dependent upon, especially if it's like cold out and my hands are kind of cold and I have to wear it and I'm wearing a jacket, I got to swing the jacket away, grab my magazine and put it in. And it's like a f- almost four second, um, uh, magazine change of four seconds is a lot of time when you're, um, in a, in a situation like that. So, so, you know, they, if they, and then if they come for that, they're going to keep coming from, have you ever read the book? If you give a mouse a cookie. Mm hmm. Yeah, well, if if you... If I you watch, well, my daughter
1: watches the show, too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, the premise of the book is if you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to want a glass of milk. If you give him a glass of milk, and be before So on and so forth. Basically, you give him an inch, he takes a mile. This silly little mouse. This mouse would have been slapped a long time ago. I'll tell you this much. But... Um, if you lived in your house, <clears throat> yeah. if you would.
1: Yeah. lived in my house, you probably would, too.
0: <laughs> but... Um, but it's kind of the same, similar principle. If you give the government your a right, if you give the government a right, they're going to want a little more. And yep. And and
1: the thing is, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's democratic or Republican. There's constantly uh, things oh, yeah. on both sides of the aisle. Oh yeah. That they're constantly <clears throat> moving the. And if I if I if, guess if, you could call it the threshold. Yeah. They're they're moving that Changing or actually the goalposts. Yeah. Or, uh, as in the Bible, they, um, talk about the, the wall. Uh, Yeah. You're constantly moving that line Mm -hmm. and it's only a matter of time before someday you look up and you're like, holy crap. Yeah. When did we get here? Yeah. Yeah. And that's where Virginia, when, uh, they woke up one morning and Ralph Northam's the governor and they're like, holy crap. Yeah. When did we get here?
0: Yeah, now they go from being one of the uh one and of the best like, states in regards to second amendment rights to like they're they they're basically roped right into the rest of the East Coast into some of the worst most difficult. Well, it's like uh, the the, the guy
1: rights. um one of the people that was commenting on the the uh house bill t- uh, 2945 or whatever you just read off to me. So I looked it up and uh this one guy says, "Ah, oh, that'll never pass." And Virginia thought the same thing. And, and yes, somebody said, what about Virginia? They were the same way.
0: Right now it won't pass. Because even if it did make it through our House and Senate, um, I guarantee that Governor Stitt would veto it. I mean, I
1: almost all but guarantee it. Um, it, Because we have a good uh, Republican senator, governor. For right now. But... Uh, we've had we've had we've Democrats had, in office before. We have. Uh
0: Kathy Taylor was one and, of them. And here's another thing: we've had we've had Republican. Uh, go, our last governor was a Republican, and she she was just as liberal as the. Yeah. So I mean, it's Democrats. not you can't just it, and I and I she she vetoed the the first uh, iteration of the constitutional carry bill. Yep. It got passed by House and Senate, and she vetoed it, which, by the way, is the most absurd thing like the people wanted it the representatives all voted and passed it it through and then you say nah you know i'm the one person i'm the one person that gets to decide what the rest of oklahomans get you know now here's the deal on the other end of that if governor stitt vetoed these bills I would agree, and the only reason I would agree is because they're unconstitutional. If you have a good reason behind it, and, and that's just a check and a balance to, to ensure that something— So if he says—but but if, for instance, the constitutional carry bill, that was—there was, was no—it wasn't unconstitutional. The people of the state wanted it. The representatives all voted for it. It passed both House and Senate. It should not have been vetoed. But now if these two unconstitutional, stomp on my rights bills make it through and the governor vetoes it, that would be because he is, he you can't, he can't sign into law something that is illegal, unconstitutional. Because mm-hmm. then, you know, I mean, I would just as soon go, you know, I, I would sue every single, <laughs> I would, I'd man a lawsuit against the state in a hurry. <clears throat> And I guarantee you, there'd be plenty of lawyers lining up ready to go. You know, the people versus Oklahoma. Um, uh, it, it would. But it, it, the point is, is Virginia is a really good example to look and say, "Well, by bet," because I guarantee you, they nobody, and I have plenty of friends there, lots of friends there. Uh, I used to live there. For, I lived there for six years, and I would have never guessed that it would have come to that. And they, and they. Didn't see it coming either.
1: So, so you can't be complacent. It makes you wonder if uh, the <coughs> the People versus Virginia is actually going to happen, to where they go <coughs> suing the crap out of Virginia. They may,
0: they may, they may. Just, um, but
1: they, they may just roll over and take it.
0: I don't think so. Most, uh, I mean, a lot of county sheriff's departments are saying we're not going to enforce this unconstitutional law. And
1: well, that's why uh, Ralph Northam uh, checked on uh, upping the, uh, the amount of prison uh, stuff there, there in the state of Virginia.
0: Yeah, the prison budget, though, yeah. which is absolutely absurd, that he, that he intends to throw law-abiding citizens he, into jail because he took away their legally constitutional, God-given
1: rights. Democrats say that we have way too many people in prisons. We have way too many people. Okay, but then you're going to go ahead and check on the... Stop criminalizing law-abiding citizens. Yeah. It just... When I heard that he had uh, checked the budget or whatever, or maybe he just put out that he was... I don't know.
0: No, he increased the budget.
1: Oh, he increased it? He increased
0: it. He increased the correctional facilities budget in anticipation of people not abiding by his new unconstitutional illegal laws it's an illegal law. Can't do that. Shall not be infringed. That is all. <laughs> Shall not be infringed. It it it's means what it time means. To take a break. Yeah, it is uh it's break time. Uh let's uh let's have a word from me having a word about our sponsor. We have returned. We've returned and um I'm not 100% certain what train of thought we were on before. <clears throat> I don't either. Could have played it back and refreshed our minds. I should have told you that... Um, Had a conversation in between. I do need to leave. In like 10 minutes. Yep. Yeah. Because... um, So, training. Um, uh, I went uh, this past weekend, went on a date with my wife uh, to the gun range.
1: Fancy that. You went to your, on a date with your wife. Yeah. Yeah, we went... uh, Uh, But it wasn't just any date, though.
0: Yeah, we had a picnic at the gun range. We went out, did some shooting.
1: Did you leave the kids at home? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, just her and me. She needed to get... No, uh, I mean, like,
1: by themselves? No,
0: no. I don't think that's legal, and it's weird, um, because Matthew's 10, and I know when I was his age, I was watching my two younger brothers, one of which was a baby, that still needed to be, like, bottle-fed um and like diaper changes and, and the stuff. The funny
1: thing is 10 year uh, I mean myself at 30 years old I've got a baby and I really don't like being left alone with that baby. <laughs> 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 I I mean I I do it um, uh, because I mean I am her dad. Yeah. But sometimes yeah there's I don't have the answers. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going crap. What is uh, the thing with babies? They're not good at communicating.
0: They have they have one thing that they say and that's wah <laughs> Like that's it. Like you're saying the same word. You're saying the same thing for no, when you're hungry as she, when you're poopy.
1: Come she, on. She says wha, but uh-huh. then whenever she's happy it's whom <laughs> Okay. So you got two things.
0: Yeah, you know, you're working was, on it. Eventually there'll be some more entered into the vocabulary.
1: <laughs> I have actually the last couple of days been uh to a point where i kind of uh nibble on her uh, under her armpits Mm -hmm. and oh man she just she giggles and then she pushes my face away and then she starts gnawing on my cheek it's hilarious (laughs) and we're i I did it at el chico's i was trying to just uh, keep her happy for a bit Mm -hmm. and i started doing that with her uh the people that were behind us uh there was like 30 people at El Chico's yesterday. It was kind of nuts. In the area that we were at, there was 45 people, 15 with our group, and 30 with the other group. Wow. And uh, Keith and I, we were sitting there talking, and we were like, I don't think we've ever seen that many people there in El Chico's. But busy day. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, we were sitting there, and I'm playing with her, and uh, then she'd be laughing, just giggling. It was so funny. Uh, and Keith had never seen her, uh, do the non on my face thing. <laughs> and he just thought that was hilarious. Yeah.
0: Babies are fun. Um, uh, until you have to change a poopy diaper. And it's like, ah, do we have to? Like, is this a, I'm glad I don't, I don't do diapers anymore. Um, Ainsley's not really been that bad yet. Uh, well, I mean, it's just the fact that diapers are just, a. Uh, a, a, a an extreme inconvenience to your life in Mar- general
1: marjorie had some nasty diapers yeah ansley i mean she's got she's had maybe my stomach's gotten a little stronger i don't know but um <laughs> uh. <clears throat> yeah i think that happens
0: at some point except for like my brother my younger brother he he will like almost throw up every time he changes a, a diaper and he's got four kids so he's on like number four now, and still, to this day, when he's changing a poopy diaper, he's like, whoa, whoa, he'll start dry
1: heaving. He's calling heaving. you out, Brandon. <laughs> he'll start dry heaving. If you're listening
0: to this, Brandon, he's called you out. <laughs> he will. He has, he has like zero constitution when it comes to his stomach <laughs> and anything gross. You, see him, you, you should see him try and gut a fish. It's unreal. Um, <laughs> he has only gutted a fish once in his entire life, and he almost threw Like he was real close to throwing up and uh, he likes to fish, but he can't, he doesn't, he doesn't gut the fish. Uh, Cause my, my rule is, you know, you catch it, you clean it. And, uh, so then I decided that I wasn't going to make him clean it anymore. Cause I didn't, uh, he may be cleaning the fish, but I don't want to have to clean up after him after he's barfed everywhere <clears throat> because he can't all over handle his fish. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, great. We just ruined Dinner. perfectly good fillet. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, But no, we were training, and uh, something that I think is important, and this is something you you don't even necessarily have to go to the range to train on this. You know, unload your firearm, obviously. Make sure it's completely empty and clear, and practice your draw, Um, and always point it in a safe direction, just in case. Um, You know, follow the basic safety rules. Practice your draw. Practice your draw with your, you know, if you carry a different holster on occasion. I have... Uh, three different holsters that I regular regularly carry with yeah one two three yeah three with two different guns um, and so those those uh, those three holsters and those two guns get uh, get brought to the range to practice with because uh, I want to stay current and confident with them uh, and and near lately I haven't really been spending much time carrying my subcompact revolver because um, a i lost in a boating accident and b (coughs) um it's not i don't like its sights i can't get good target acquisition real quick on it um and the you know capacity's only got five rounds in it versus my semi-auto that if i hadn't lost it in a boating accident would have 10 rounds um
1: (laughs) this boating accident is proved it, to be very much of tragic. a
0: problem. Yeah, it was tragic as expensive, uh, you know, ignoring the boat aspect of it, all the guns were worth more than the boat. Um, <clears throat> so uh, so my wife discovered that she's not a very fast draw and that uh, and she's changed her opinion on carrying with around in the chamber. She didn't like carrying around in the chamber, but then she saw how slow and how nerve-wracking it is to then draw and then have to put a round in the chamber. In Starfire, we also discovered that her gun, on occasion, does not like to drop the hammer when you pull the trigger. Yeah. Taurus TCP, by the way, people. I don't trust Taurus semi autos. Never have. You had. did not lose that
1: one in the no butting accident.
0: <clears throat> no, I threw that one in the. <laughs> little- <laughs> yeah, I, <shouldn't. clears throat> um, I don't like it. I'd, I never liked it from the get-go. The problem was so whenever we were getting it for her, um, it was our like our second or third anniversary or something like that. Uh, at the time, uh, there it's were all you could afford? Well no, there were two <laughs> there were there were two contenders for this, the Ruger LCP L- L- and the Taurus TCP. Now the Ruger LCP is basically the same gun. It's a 380 auto subcompact. But problem here was at the time Ruger, their LCP did not come in pink. <clears throat> and the Taurus TCP did.
1: That is a serious problem. That's it was like for her. Detrimental. And
0: I tried to convince her that I'd rather go with the Ruger. I trust Ruger's more. And um, so we ended up going with the Taurus TCP. Never really had problems with it too much. But honestly, that gun probably has had less than, I would guarantee you it's had less than two or 300 rounds put through it. So it's not that it's it's old; it's been around for several years, but it's not that it's not that used. Um, <clears throat> and what was happening was, she'd pull the uh, on occasion when you pull the trigger slowly, it just wouldn't drop the hammer. So then you'd reset, pull the trigger again, and it wouldn't happen. Then you then you'd hammer that trigger real hard, and it would drop the hammer. So she's no longer carrying that, um, and is carrying the LCR. Until we replace her gun with a uh, with a nine mil, because
1: can't so she- trust it. When it comes to the LCR, does she like carrying the LCR? Yeah, I mean, it's practically the same. It's a little
0: bit bigger profile as far because it's width-wise, it's a little bit bigger than the, the 380 because uh, the revolver cylinders make it a little bit fatter, a little bit. But as far as the actual size of it, it's about the same, uh, and she's more accurate with it anyways. Because uh, that uh, TCP has a, a similarly extremely long trigger pull like your LCP um, – I mean, or LC9, rather <clears> – <throat> um, so it's, uh, so she, she does like it, but, um, uh, that, that's a, it's eye opening and it's, it's, it's a reason to get out to the range frequently. And be, that way you're aware of your capabilities and also your firearms capabilities. Also, um, just in general, don't, don't buy Taurus autos. Just, just don't. Um, it's unfortunate your dad's, uh, carry weapon is a Taurus. He really ought to, uh, look into another weapon
1: his has always served him good yeah
0: i've seen him i've seen him too many times have problems like that where they'll they'll just be weird issues like that um i had one i had a friend of mine that had one that um, the he would he had several magazines that he couldn't use uh, because his magazines would stop functioning and feeding properly so he had like five magazines and like two of them worked consistently Um, And that was, his issue was with magazines. I had another friend who, no matter what magazine you use, the gun would jam. Uh, And then my wife's Taurus TCP, that's relatively new. If you consider how few rounds have been put through it in comparison to like my 45, where I guarantee you well over a thousand rounds have been put through it, maybe even closer to 2000 rounds. And it fires and cycles every time <clears throat> so um so train with your firearms people um get 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 to the point where you know you're you're uh, confident and comfortable with them uh also uh maybe a little bit premature news but uh, at some point in the near future i'm considering getting my firearms instructor license so i might start doing some firearms training so any listeners who want to be trained by the best (laughs) hit me up so he's not cocky at all no i'm just uh i just just report the facts here okay i just report the (laughs) facts that's all (laughs) anyhow until next time we will uh we'll be back next week with some more um, fun conversations that may or may not involve firearms. I don't know. I, 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 I think I, it needs
1: to. Just constantly bringing up the.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to put this um, this subject to uh, bed, but it's it's uh, kind of like that mouse with the cookie. Yep, she doesn't want to go to bed. I give it a glass and you to get the glasses going. Get glass or Whatever. go you know, So, do uh, Until next time,